Section three of Amphibians and Reptiles in Captivity by Tom R. Johnson, Robert N. Bader, and Donald J. Coxwell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Toads and Frogs, Order Anura. Background. The toads and frogs evolved from salamanders some 180 million years ago, Triassic period. They have changed little since they developed the large, jumping-type legs, and have become very successful. Today there are over 2,600 species of toads and frogs, and they live in a variety of environments. With proper care, most toads and frogs do quite well in captivity. Knowing their natural history can help to furnish the keeper with the information necessary to keep these amphibians in good health. Selection of Species to be Kept the selection of the proper anurian, toads and frogs, for you to keep depends partially on where your interests lie. If you are interested in toads, then the common species in your area may be selected. Missouri common toads include the American and the Fowler's toad. The very large marine toad, Bufo marinus, is a species that is quite hardy in captivity and are not expensive to purchase. Spadefoot toads, genus Scaphiopus are rather difficult to collect, except during their breeding season, and they are extremely shy and rather difficult to keep. They do not make a very good study animal because they tend to spend a great deal of time buried at the bottom of their vivarium. The tree frogs generally do well in captivity, but only the larger species should be considered. The very small varieties should be delicate and require very small insects to feed on. The gray tree frog, Hyla versicolor, and green tree frog, Hylocineria, both are found in Missouri, as well as the barking tree frog and Cuban tree frog, Florida species, are easily kept, provided they are given a variety of live insects to eat. The majority of true frogs, genus Rana, can be kept with little trouble, but, as with all animals, they should be kept as clean as possible. The leopard frog, Rana pipiens, Blaria, and Utricularia, will do well, so also will the green and bullfrog, Reina clematans and Reina catasbiana. Because they are bred in captivity, the clawed frog, Xenopus, of Africa is available in many pet stores at reasonable prices. These completely aquatic frogs can do quite well in captivity. Another tropical frog species that is often sold in pet stores is the South American horn frog, Ceratophorus, which will eat both crickets and baby mice. Choosing other species not listed in this section will have to be done at the discretion of the person keeping them. You may choose a species that is either too fragile, as with very small toads or tree frogs, or, if exotic species are what you are interested in, their price may be the deciding factor. Some Central American frogs can be expensive. No matter what type of toad or frog you intend to keep, Remember that they require live food and should never be kept in crowded conditions. Thus, keep in mind that insects are difficult to secure in the winter, and the more specimens you have, the greater the problem will be to feed them. It is recommended that only one or two toads or frogs be kept at one time. Get to know the animals, learn from them, and then move on to other species. Release native species in a suitable area, but never release non-native species into a new area, Give them to a zoo or biology teacher. One last reminder. Always wash your hands after having handled your captives. The skin secretions can be very irritating to the eyes. Housing your captive toad or frog. As with salamanders, the toads and frogs can be put into two categories. 
one aquatic and two terrestrial, living on land. Both types of amphibians can be successfully kept in aquaria. 1. Aquatic and semi-aquatic toads and frogs. The truly aquatic toads and frogs that are often kept in captivity by amateur herpetologists are the South American Suriname toad, Pippa Pippa, and the African clawed frog, Xenopus lavis. Both forms can be kept in a 10-gallon aquarium with gravel on the bottom, a few rocks, and some aquatic plants. A secure top should always cover the top of the aquarium. The water should be filtered, and a temperature 70 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit will do nicely for these species. The water level of the aquarium can be from 6 to 10 inches. Many of the true frogs, genus rana, can be kept in a semi-aquatic condition, that is, a few inches of water on one end of the aquarium and some type of land area on the other end. In this way, the frog can either be in the water or out, whatever it wishes. One way to set up this situation would be to use a 10-gallon aquarium with a little gravel on the bottom and a few large flat rocks for the frogs to climb onto can be put in. A screen top must be put on the top to keep the frogs inside. If bullfrogs, rana catasbiana, are to be kept, a 15 or 20 gallon aquarium would be needed. With this setup, the water should be changed at least twice per week. To give the amphibians a sense of security, the back and sides of the aquarium should be painted a dark brown or black. Paint the outside glass. Try to avoid any bright lights over your toads or frogs aquarium. 2. Terrestrial and Arboreal Species All of our native toads are adapted to life on land. In captivity, they will do well if given a few inches of soil, a third black dirt, a third peat moss, and a third fine sand, a few pieces of bark to hide under, and a small shallow dish of water. A five to ten gallon aquarium will do. The sides and back should be painted a dark brown or black, and a screen top will be needed to keep them inside. The soil mixture should be replaced every few weeks for proper sanitation. If the soil mixture becomes too wet, it should be replaced. Besides most toads, the South American horned frog, Ceratophrys, the African burrowing frog, Pixicephalus, and the spade-foot toads, Scaphippus, can be kept in this type of vivarium. However, if you notice that the bottom of the toads or frog's hind feet are becoming raw from too much digging, it may be best to keep them on wet paper towels rather than on any soil. Tree Frogs a typical terrarium setup will work very well for most tree frogs. But even though you may have the most beautiful terrarium plants, the tree frogs will spend most of their time sticking to the upper corners of the aquarium. Besides plants, a few small branches and a shallow water dish are also required. Spraying the terrarium once a day will do the tree frogs and the plants some good. The temperature for most tree frogs or terrestrial toads and frogs can range from 68 to 75 degrees Fahrenheit. However, tropical species should not fall below 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Food and Feeding Becoming familiar with the natural history of your captive amphibian will help you determine what they can be fed. Giving your toad or frog a variety of live insects is a good practice. For the totally aquatic species, earthworms, minnows, goldfish, shrimp, and even small tadpoles are all eaten by them. If these are not available, try small pieces of raw fish, liver, or beef. Toads and large frogs will eat mice, the size depending on the size of the toad or frog. Feeding your animals by just dumping in a number of crickets, worms, or flies is a very poor management practice. 
For one thing, if you have several toads or frogs in one aquarium, the stronger, more alert animal will probably eat more than the others, and one or two will be underfed. Also, if you add live crickets to a well-planted terrarium, many of the plants will be eaten by the crickets before they are eaten up themselves. It is thus strongly recommended that all your toads and frogs be fed by hand, using a thin wire or long pair of forceps. Place the cricket or worm on the end of the wire and move it in front of the amphibian. In this way, you can be sure all are getting the proper amount of food, and this is also a good way to feed such things as liver or pieces of raw beef. As a general rule, all your toads and frogs will do well if fed on a regular basis of two to three times per week. It is good practice to dust the worms or insects once a week with a calcium phosphorus powder. This will supply your specimens with the much-needed minerals. Tadpoles. It happens so often that people have seen tadpoles, toad and frog larvae, in ponds or puddles while out in the country and have taken them home, only to find out they have no idea how to care for them. The development of these amphibians can be a real learning experience for children, and with proper care, your tadpoles can mature to small toads or frogs. Overcrowding and lack of proper food are two mistakes made most often by people who try to keep tadpoles. One half to one dozen is more than enough to try to keep. Put them in a shallow pan with one to three inches of water in it. The larger the tadpoles, the deeper the water should be. Insert an air stone to keep the water in motion. No rocks or gravel are needed, but some live aquatic plants can be put in with them. Keep them clean. Never allow the water to stand dirty for more than a few hours. Be sure that the clean water is free from chlorine. To feed your tadpoles, it is essential to give them a variety, and to furnish them with both plant and animal foods. Their staple diet should be boiled lettuce, rabbit chow, and cooked liver. Give them small amounts of food at one time. You can feed them three to four times a day. When you see the water is becoming dirty, change it. You may want to try and feed them a tropical fish food called molly flake food, or you might try some hard-boiled egg. Keep the water temperature at 70 to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the tadpoles begin to lose their tails, grow front legs, and take in air at the surface, they are beginning to turn into a toad or frog. At this stage, they should not be disturbed. When they no longer have any tail and stay out of the water, they can be fed a variety of small insects or small pieces of earthworm. T.R.J. End of section 3